We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Well, good evening, fellow MAGA extremists, and welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Very happy to have you with us this evening here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values, all those things the Democrats love to hate. We're very happy to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach me at 316-869-1330 by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook and True Social at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. I would love to hear from you. A special shout-out tonight. Uh, occasionally, you've heard me mention before the... The fire pit crew, my uh, my buddies are out there tonight smoking cigars at the fire pit crew, and so I wanted to uh, wanted to give a special shout out to Leo and Kelly and Carl and Larry and Kevin, and make sure that uh, that we say hello to my my good friend Andy Hoosier, who I'm sure is sitting there at the fire pit drinking a Bud Light as we speak, and say hello to uh, to the fire pit crew as well. We have a great show planned for this week. Nationally syndicated radio talk show host Dana Lash will be with us to kick off our 8 o'clock hour. Um, She is a rock star. She has uh, filled in, well, she's really taken over the Rush Limbaugh spot. You can hear her daily here on KNSS from 11 to 2. She is the number one female radio broadcaster in the United States in many demographics. She's the number one radio broadcast of all demographics in the United States. And we're going to talk about Joe Biden's continued push for gun control, the left's obsession with identity politics, and why it is so important that conservatives never bend a knee to the rage mob. So we'll talk about, you know, Dylan Mulvaney and and Andy Hoosier's Bud Light and everything else with Dana Lash here coming up at the 8 o'clock hour. We'll discuss 
The ongoing crisis at our southern border with Numbers USA Vice President Christian Malinsky. Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins will join us here at 7.30 to preview next week's veto session. Dr. Mark Sherwood, a 24-year retired veteran of the Tulsa Police Department, is going to lay out his strategic three-point plan to curtail gun violence. And Danielle Underwood from Kansans for Life will join us to discuss the governor's veto of the Born Alive Abortion Act and their upcoming fundraiser with former White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany. So we've got a great show planned. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 316-869-1330. Make sure you call in. I I would love to hear from you. Uh, This week, this past Tuesday, the 18th, was tax day, as I'm sure you're aware. I hope you uh, filed, sent in your return, wrote your check, or Joe Biden and his 87,000 new IRS agents will be coming for you. In case you were curious what your tax dollars are paying for, I, I thought I'd share with you, I did a little research to find out what, you know, some of the things, some of the ways in which Democrats have wasted your tax dollars over the last few years of the Biden administration. Uh, they've sent $783 million worth of stimulus checks to prisoners, including convicted terrorists. Uh, they've given $7 million to, quote, social media influencers in order to post about seafood on social media they're building a four million dollar bird sanctuary that that that's essential there boy we need we need that keep my jerry moran voted for all this garbage 3.6 million dollars for the infamous michelle obama trail in georgia but did you pay your taxes because that's important in order to get that michelle obama trail uh there were get this Improper payments, which refer to payments that are made incorrectly by the government, that cost U.S. taxpayers $247 billion in 2022 alone, according to the Government Accountability Office. But you'd better not pay improperly, or the 87,000 new agents will be coming after you. Uh, <laughs> guarantee they'll certainly make you pay properly, <laughs> even if they can't. In fact, the U.S. government has lost almost $2.4 trillion in simple payment errors over the last two decades. But you better not lose your payments to the IRS, or they will most certainly come after you. Over $100 million for for a harbor and an airport for a town in the Aleutian Islands with no roads and 75 full-time residents. That's $100 million in our well-earned taxpayer money there. The Department of Agriculture's Office of the Chief Information Officer funded a $2 million intern program. The problem is only one intern was hired as a result. It's a hell of a gig for an intern there. The USDA Inspector General found roughly 2,000 dead people, and they're still receiving food stamps in New York and Massachusetts combined. And that's just those two states combined. Additionally, its investigation revealed 7,236 people in those two states alone are receiving duplicate benefits. Now, they haven't stopped giving them the benefits, but they found them, at least, while 286 
are on state lists that should exclude them from receiving food stamps altogether. And yet they're still receiving the benefits. These are certainly unnecessary payments, and they amount to $1.4 million every month. The key here is they haven't stopped making the payments. They know they're wrong. They know they shouldn't be receiving them. They know they're duplicates, but they haven't stopped making them. Uh, But you better make sure you paid your taxes on Tuesday because they got to pay these 2,000 dead people for their payments. Speaking of food stamps, according to the Department of Agriculture, billions of dollars in food stamp payments have been used for everything from Kentucky Fried Chicken and Taco Bell to beer, soda, and condoms. In three states alone, some individuals have even received more food stamp benefits because they smoke marijuana. (laughs) That's your tax dollars at work right there. The federal government spent $28 million on camouflage uniforms for use in Afghanistan, which didn't match the environment of Afghanistan. Again, hope you paid your taxes because they need pink camouflage, apparently, in Afghanistan. According to a report from... White Coat Waste, the National Institute of Health, recently spent $2.3 million injecting puppies with cocaine for research purposes. But did you pay your taxes on Tuesday? Because they need that money in order to buy crack for their puppy research. I'm not making any of this up. This has come straight from the Government Accountability Office. Researchers at Georgia Tech... Recently got a grant. Oh, this one. You're going to love this one. Any Marvel fans out there? Anybody like the Avengers? Well, researchers at Georgia Tech recently got a grant for $118,971 in order to study whether a real-life Thanos could actually snap his fingers while wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. They concluded that, quote, Thanos could not have snapped because of his metal-armored fingers, So it's probably the Hollywood special effects rather than actual physics at play. (laughs) And we paid $118,000 for that genius of a report, folks. And some idiot in the government thought that was well worth funding. Your tax dollars at work. Make sure you pay your taxes. And this isn't just a D.C. problem. This is happening here in Wichita, too. Just this week, the Wichita City Council unanimously approved a $6.2 million 24-court pickleball megacourt in South Wichita. And though it is refreshing to see the city finally spending some money in South Wichita for a change, does Wichita really need 24-court taxpayer-funded pickleball complex? Wichita already has 46 pickleball courts and the city is facing an 18 million dollar budget shortfall in less than two years now advocates for this project tout that it could generate upwards of two hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue for the city but at two hundred thousand dollars a year it'll only take us 30 years to make our money back and There's even more taxpayer-funded largesse to come. In the weeks to come, the city council will take up the Carl Brewer Memorial Recreational Center. And whether or not you think Carl Brewer was a good mayor, or whether or not you think Carl Brewer deserves to have a rec center named after him, 
This facility is located in Brandon Johnson's district. The project will reportedly cost upwards of $18 million and be located in a council district that already has three recreational centers. Folks, this is not their money. We're facing an $18 million budget shortfall, and they want to spend another $18 million on a rec center that is clearly redundant. But, hey, it's not their money, so make it rain, baby. Now, while it's easy to focus on the dollar figures associated with these projects, the practical impacts are much more important. As economists constantly remind us, it's not the dollars and cents that really matter. It's the lost opportunities and the long-term costs to taxpayers. The solution to this problem is both the easiest and the hardest in the world. The easy part is figuring out what needs to happen, a massive scaling back of government expenditures. The hard part is convincing politicians, bureaucrats, and special interest groups to give up their political rackets. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, Dr. Mark Sherwood will lay out his strategic plan to curtail gun violence. It'll never be enough, folks. Trust me, it'll never be enough. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Homeland Construction Services is absolutely changing the game when it comes to outdoor living in Kansas. If you dream about an outdoor kitchen, covered patio, a deck, or a poolside cabana that gives you the freedom to control the sun and Kansas elements from your smartphone, then Homeland Construction has a solution you need to see to believe. Contact the Homeland team today at homelandcs.com or call 832-9901. See for yourself what true outdoor living should be. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. Were you hurt in a wreck? It's important that you seek treatment for your injuries right away. The insurance company will argue that you're not injured if you don't seek treatment. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. Don't ignore those injuries. Get to the doctor right away and then call us. Patterson Legal Group has the team to fight the insurance companies and get you everything you deserve. So remember, if you're in a wreck, get to the doctor and call Patterson Legal Group. Patterson Legal is the way to go. Call 5 Hi, it's Marty. Johnson's Fill-A-Flat sale is Wednesday through Sunday. Fill-A-Flat of 36 annual flowers for $17.99. When purchased as a flat, that's only 50 cents a plant. And of course, mix and match your favorites. Wednesday through Sunday at Johnson's Garden Center's Fill-A-Flat sale. Your friends in the garden since 1928 on West 13th and 21st at Woodlawn. At Midwest Kia, we know that car shopping can feel like one big April Fool's joke. Finding available inventory, qualifying for a good rate on the loan, and making sense of all the promises being advertised can take all the fun out of car shopping. Not this April, and not at Midwest Kia. Come see us for the promise of a better way to buy. Simple processes, transparent pricing never marked up over MSRP, 
and always with the intention of getting you into your new Kia fast. Get up to $1,500 in rebates and special APR offers as low as 2.9% on your next new Kia. We've got the vehicles in stock ready to go and the staff to help you find the perfect fit for you. Plus, every new Kia comes with our amazing 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. This April, don't be fooled by the old car sales tricks. Visit us at MidwestKia.com and experience the better way to buy. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. $1,500 rebate off MSRP in stock units only. 2023 Kia Nero EV, 2.9% APR up to 48 months. $2,209 per month for $1,000 financed. Qualifying buyers only. See dealer for details. My show personally, the Glenn Beck Program, is at its zenith. Doesn't get better than right now. There are more people listening to me than there are watching cable news right now. The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. So you have a smart speaker? Tell us to play KNSS Radio. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wake Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, two Alabama teens have been arrested and face murder charges in the deadly rampage at a weekend Sweet 16 birthday party in Alabama. This comes not long after six people, including three children, were killed in Nashville. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all heartbreaking. We know that. But the question is... Joe Biden is busy pushing gun control. Are there any real solutions out there that might actually make a difference? With us now to discuss his three-point plan for school and gun safety is Dr. Mark Sherwood. He and his wife, Michelle, have successfully treated 10,000 COVID patients, resulting in zero deaths. He is a former professional basketball player and 24-year retired veteran of the Tulsa Police Department where he logged a decade of courageous service in the department's SWAT team. Doc, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, John. Happy Sunday to you, man. Yes, likewise. Thank you, sir, and thank you for taking your time to join us uh, on your on your Sunday evening. Um, you've got a, a strategic three-point plan that, that I think, if, if implemented, would certainly ensure higher quality of safety for children uh, from these mentally ill and, and violent criminals, certainly more so than you know, any gun legislation that, that would be passed. Uh, but let me guess, it doesn't involve stickers on doors, does it? Because that, that's not a solution. <laughs> no, and it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I believe that uh, the Second Amendment must be preserved. I think there's a reason for that that's stated in there for the security of a free state. That's the only amendment that we have that has the reason for the amendment within the amendment, um, giving us the 
First Amendment rights we have right now to do what we're doing, right? Right, yeah. But from a, a planning standpoint, you know, back in my law enforcement days, I've trained in multiple situations uh, where, you know, what is the police response to this? And I, I've thought through this from an angle of, you know, being uh, in politics, uh, dealing with mental health, and having law enforcement experience. What would really work? And I try to just take my uh, you know, my emotions out and say, what would be wisdom here? And, you know, with that said, three-pong little approach, you know, point one is uh, a single secure entrance into the school. Well, that would make sense. You want it highly surveilled electronically and even visually. Uh, point two, you need to have some visible deterrent in the form of security, which represents this idea, John, of resistance, right? And that can be anything from an armed security guard, a police officer, uh, a p patrol car sitting out front, you know, just there. Right. Doesn't have to have anybody in it. And then point three is an interesting one because I, I think that training needs to occur with, with school personnel. And in the idea that some school personnel may choose to carry foreign firearms. And if that's true, maybe all won't. I'm sure all won't, but people need to understand what is there. And with that said, the, the third prong would kind of be, or the third, third um, step would be a little bit uh, multiple faceted. We would have training. We might have armed personnel inside the school that are unknown to the public in general. And then you have a sign out there that says, beware, uh, you know, personnel inside this facility may be armed. Those three points, from a very commonsensical standpoint, in my experience, would even cause a mentally ill person to pause and think. Now, that's no, I, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right because you know half the reason people don't rob banks is because they know full well that there's somebody inside, there's an armed guard inside that's likely to shoot them. Because the consequence of robbing a bank is no different than the consequence of shooting up a school. You're going to go to prison either way if you're caught. But That's right. you're more likely to get shot robbing a bank than you are, unfortunately, right now, assaulting a school. Well, you are. and we've, John, we're creating these soft targets, you know, these, these targets with, um, you know, just no resistance at all under the auspices that, oh, we don't want to create a, a fortress for our kids, but you know, we're in a society now, and you can't legislate uh, in any way, shape, or form morality or ethics or a murderous spirit out of mankind. You can't do that. Right, so right. So we're looking at the wrong cause, I think. We need to deal with uh, the mental illness from a whole different um, angle, but deal with this problem right now in an area of common sense and wisdom. Well, and you're a medical doctor, so I think you're coming at it from – that perspective that says, yeah. you know, look, and again, we're, we're not we're not saying a teachers should be forced to by any stretch of the imagination or administrative staff, for that matter. But teachers have a right to carry firearms. Administrators have a right to carry firearms and therefore should be able to if and again, this is the key component, if they are properly trained, licensed and equipped in order to do so. That's right. And and again, that's no different than. You know, carrying a concealed weapon that we have out here. And how many times, I mean, we don't pay attention to this, but how many times has a mass shooting been averted by one of these good citizens that are defending themselves or the life of others? Right. That's, that's true. a big deal right there. And, and, I, and I, I get it. I mean, 
I'm not unreasonable in understanding that violence is really on the increase. But we've got to understand that mental illness is unnecessarily and probably provoked to be on the increase because it's driven by multiple factors, including societal norms to make it a thing that we hang a hat on all the time and then treating it with perpetual drugs and then not dealing with the root causes of it. Right. So we've got all this stuff going on, and we've really got to take a fresh look at all this. We're talking with uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood, who's a 24-year retired veteran of the Tulsa Police Department. And you know, and I think simply and, and sadly, we also have to recognize the reality of things as they are now and, and harden, like you said, these schools. If that's you know bulletproof glass at the main entrance, controlled access, metal detectors, and, and make sure that all the doors lock from the inside and they're always locked. I mean, I think, yes, you're right. We want them to be safe spaces, but part of that means you're securing them. People don't get in. I mean, in Evalde, Evalde it was an unlocked door. Had that yeah. door been locked, what might have been different? Maybe the guy gets in anyway, but he certainly doesn't get in through an unlocked door. Yeah, I've even heard some solutions out there, too, you know, from – and I'm not labeling people, but I'll just use it as a descriptor. Some of the Democrats say, well, let's put bulletproof glass. And I'm thinking, well, that's a that's not a bad idea. Either. You right. know, I'm like, yeah. okay. OK, that's at least thinking in the right direction. I mean, that's how the um, Nashville and, shooter got in was she he she whatever shot yeah. it, her way through the glass doors. That's how she bypassed that security system. That's right. And so, you know, we're talking about life saving measures uh, not just for the children, but aren't we talking about life-saving measures for these mentally ill people that have violence on their heart? Yes. Isn't that also something we should consider? If you can make them pause and delay, you might not save them all, but you might save one, and to me that makes it all worth it. Well, and these seem like fairly easily implementable solutions, but yeah. it also seems like the, the, we're not addressing, like you said before, the mental health, the pharmaceutical drugs, and, and some of these environmental factors. And all too often, you know, Joe Biden's going around talking about banning guns and confiscating guns and, and gun laws and gun control. But he's not talking about that aspect of it. And that seems like that's the, the more meaningful and impactful solution. Well, it is because it's about people. You know, politics has become about profits and votes. And, uh, you know, it's not – and that's a sad thing to say. You know, I personally – and this is me – I've got very little confidence in our political system right now because of the very things we just talked about. You know, it's all uh, just a lot of talk, a lot of noise, a lot of hatred, but nobody's sitting down and, and working through the problems and putting their egos to the side, put their uh, political affiliation to the side, start talking about people because they're representing the people. The people are the governors of the government. Yeah, that's true. And you're right. It it does seem like they're more interested in pandering to their particular bases. I mean, keep in mind that right after the Nashville shooting, Green Jean-Pierre was talking about the tragedy of the victim of the victim being the shooter. I mean, that's, you know, because they had to pander to that transgender crowd as opposed to talking about the six victims of the shooter themselves. So I, it's but yeah. that's that's the culture that we're that we live in right now. Doc, if folks want to connect with you, if they want to follow you, they can find you on Twitter at Mark Sherwood 4E, correct? Yes, sir. And if they want to find us online, they can go to Sherwood.tv, and there's all kinds of links to follow us on social media. We 
obviously love to work with people and we love to give people a little bit of hope and health. Well, and that 4E is the number 4E. Doc, I appreciate yes. you. Uh, I follow you on Twitter. I encourage others to do so. Thank you again for joining us this evening and uh, carry on the fight, my friend. Will do, John. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you. We'll be taking your calls at 745 and coming up after the break, Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins will join us to preview next week's veto session. Don't forget our studio lines are open 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Want a cheat code for your golf game? It's possible with TGW's Pure Performance Center. Using cutting-edge technology, 20,000 options, and expert fitters, we even offer a 90-day performance guarantee. Schedule your appointment at TGWPurePerformanceCenter.com. Fine jewelry. Each piece as unique as its owner. That's the trademark of Mike Seltzer Jewelers. Since opening their doors in 1950, Mike Seltzer Jewelers has maintained a level of excellence by putting pride before profit. Quality unmeasured in dollars and cents, but rather in the way one feels when receiving the fine jewelry he creates. Come see for yourself the difference a lifetime of commitment to quality and integrity makes. Mike Seltzer Jewelers in the Comaterra Center at 29th and Rock Road. Fox News. The political unrest in Sudan continues as U.S. diplomats were evacuated from the capital of Khartoum. Just under 100 American embassy staff were evacuated along with a small number of people from allied countries. We are learning more about the details of this mission. Three Chinook helicopters took off to conduct the rescue. Army Lieutenant General Douglas Sims described the operation as clean and fast. Fox's Trey Yingst. Meanwhile, President Biden is reportedly expected to soon announce his intention to run for re-election in 2024. Also making an official announcement this week for a GOP nomination is former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, who spoke on the topic of abortion on Fox News Sunday. I think it will obviously be an issue in 2024, but after the Dutch decision, I don't think it'll be quite as hot of a button issue. It comes as the Supreme Court recently protected access to a pill used in abortions. America is listening to Fox News. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. I remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and through social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. And, of course, you can give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, As we do when the legislature's in session, we try and bring you someone who can tell us what's going on. And there is nobody better than our Speaker of the House. This week, the legislature will return to Topeka to wrap up the 2023 legislative session. Their agenda includes addressing over a dozen Laura Kelly vetoes. (laughs) So much for governing from the middle finalizing the budget and more joining us now to preview all of it is speaker of the house and my uh, pawn stars buddy dan hawkins dan it's nice to have you back on the show again brother john it's always great to be on your show but you're off just a little bit on the number actually (laughs) there is uh 25 if 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 uh if she wasn't the most vetoing governor there's ever been in the state, she's got to be now. Well, she's been busy. I'll give her that. She earned her hundred thousand or whatever she makes. She earned it this uh, the, these last couple of weeks with that veto pad. And I, I mean, I just I, I had the fifteen line item vetoes in the budget. Then I had the radical veto of the Born Alive Infant Protection Act, veto of gun safety. I, I mean. <laughs> Dan, what happened to Campaign Kelly? You know, yeah, reaching across yeah, the I, aisle. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, President uh, Ty Masterson said it best. She's actually in the left ditch now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's let's. And I know we're going to have Danielle Underwood on next hour talk a little bit about the Born Alive Infant Protection Act. But I, sure. this this that bill just. Uh, I mean just by by virtue of its title, tells you kind of what it is. But if you look at the fact that Born Alive and Eddie Eagle passed with bipartisan majorities, that, sh- that alone tells you she's vetoing bills that even Democrats support. The Born Alive, the Born Alive bill got 86 votes. 86 votes is absolutely huge uh, when you're talking about something like that. And quite frankly, the reason why it got such a big uh, vote total is most people, most people that have a heart uh, cannot fathom laying a baby that survives an abortion on a, on, a, uh, on a stainless steel table and letting them die. That Even the visual of that just literally should bend your heart into convulsions. And so undoubtedly our governor doesn't uh, look at it like that because she certainly didn't have a problem vetoing it. And you know what? We're not going to have a hard time overriding her veto and uh, letting that sting just a little bit. No, and it's the same with the with the with the gun safety bill, because you know she and I know why she did it because she is owned part and parcel by the KNEA and the KASB, and they don't want to share power. And any time that that the voters through their elected officials try and insert a voice 
of the public into curriculum decisions, they get on their high horse and insist that they're the only ones who are who who know what's best for students. And that's what this is. This is you guys but, but, trying to trying to insert some basic, you know, protections and and gun curriculum that, that doesn't do anything with guns. It's just safety. And they're saying, nope, we know better than you. But there again, John, the hypocrisy knows no bounds. Their hypocrisy absolutely knows no bounds. So during debate, they always talk about we need safety. We need safety. We need gun safety. And we give them gun safety. This bill does not require them to use NR, the NRA uh, Eddie Eagle language. It, it doesn't even require them to even do it. No, it's it optional. Says, yes, it's very optional. And yet they can, she can veto. And, of course, people can vote against something that's actually going to teach young children uh, gun safety and, and, and really in simple terms. And I just, again, I can't fathom uh, a governor who talks about safety and some of those things, and then she vetoes something that's actually optional, but it has a great effect out there on, you know, on the lives of kids as they grow up and, and hopefully teaches them a lot about gun safety. So these, these things make no sense. They well, absolutely make no sense. Well, I'm going to say something that's that's radical, but but Laura Kelly doesn't care about kids. Because with two strokes of her pen, she has said quite clear, clearly that she wants babies to die and kids not to know what to do if they see a gun. Because Eddie Eagle, all it says is if you see a gun, don't, you know, stop, don't touch, run away, tell an adult. So she doesn't, I mean, that she literally is saying right there, I care more about special interests in Topeka than I do about living babies and children. I mean, that's literally what she's saying. And it's it. she is so owned by the special interests that got her reelected that she can't do what's right for Kansas kids. And it's really and speaking of which, I mean, that, as I go through some of these other bills that she vetoed, the overnight school trip accommodations, that's a oh, simple that's another one. one. Makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so so she is OK with with a school that sends, you know, a. a, a eight-year-old or a nine-year-old is on a school trip that, that now is going to be forced to stay with a biological male and not notify the parents. She's okay with that. Absolutely. She is undoubtedly, I mean, she's vetoed these bills. All of these bills are common sense bills. And, and I guarantee you there's going to, there's going to be many of these bills uh, that have been vetoed that the overrides are going to come and she's going to be absolutely livid about it. But, People agree with us on this stuff. This is this is common sense items uh, that we need to legislate because undoubtedly uh, our schools and, and various places have went crazy and and, and are, are are embracing this stuff over and over today. And it, you know, it, it's it's things again like we talk about with the Women's Bill of Rights and the Child Mutilation Protection Act. This is all stuff that that the majority of Kansans support. Uh, you know. I mean, I did last week in my monologue, I talked about how the war on women has shifted from a from something that Democrats used to attack Republicans about to something Democrats are actually waging now is a war on women. And in, you know, same with the corrections bill, Senate Bill 228, where they're now saying men should be put in prisons. Biological males should be going to female, you know, women only prisons. It's all of this 
is erasing women. And it's just, it's mind boggling. You know, to kind of go back to the, the fairness to women's sports, uh, you, you know, we, you know, America has spent decades in building up Title IX. And now all of a sudden, this, this, uh, this agenda that uh, the Democrats have is destroying Title IX. And that makes no sense either. Like I said earlier, hypocrisy. Yeah. They are, they're, they're a mess right now. And, and, of course, we've overridden that one. We'll override a good share. There's a, probably the toughest one uh, for us is, is probably going to be that Child Mutilation Act. We didn't get a, a big total on that. I think we only had 70 votes. Uh, so that one's going to be a tough one to override. But um, many of these bills are going to get override, uh, overridden and uh, – and, and we're doing the will of the people. We truly are. I think you are. I, I think same with uh, the you know ballots being due on election day. It's another one that seems pretty straightforward. I've never understood why you know, if if the state of Florida can count uh, six million ballots and have it done on election day, there's no reason why Kansas can't do that. Uh, it's little things like that. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, I, oh yeah. You know. Um, but again, this is a again she is pandering to the ACLU and these elements on her left flank, and that's what she is focused on. Uh, we're talking no with Speaker of the House Dan Hawkins. You've got a host of other issues that still need to be resolved this week. Uh, I know you've still got budget issues that you're working through, the 15 budget line item vetoes. Uh, I know you're the most the, the most we've ever seen, 15 <laughs> line item vetoes. And, and you still want to try and take a run at – some form of, you know, empowering parents in with choice in education funding. So you've got a lot on your plate, and you only have a few days to take it up, right? Yeah, we'll do uh, – we'll, we'll, we actually have several uh, conference committee reports yet to do. Uh, we'll probably work on those on, on Wednesday, uh, maybe even some of them on Friday. Thursday, we'll probably hit the, the veto overrides and that'll be a full day, uh, you know, probably from early in the morning to late in the evening, trying to get all those done. Um, Friday is probably going to be budget day where we do our omnibus budget. We do the K through 12 budget. Uh, so we have a, we actually have a full week. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be quite a week at the state house. Do you think you finish this week or do you go into next week at all? No, we'll finish this week. Uh, we do have Saturday if we if we need to go that long, but I actually don't think we'll have to. Uh, I think we'll finish Friday. So signy die come is Friday, and then then you guys you know get to focus on constituent services and you know working getting out in the public and get back to your your regular jobs. You guys are part time legislators yeah. after all. Absolutely, we have to we have to go out there and make a living. So we got to get back to work, and and I think everybody's ready for that. We're uh, We've had a really good session, John. I, I, I am extremely uh, proud of uh, the House's effort this year. They've done a great job. We've got a lot of good things done, as you can see in the veto overrides. Uh, there's, there's a lot of good legislation out there that we passed. So uh, I think that every one of my uh, caucus members can go home on Friday and know that they've done a great job for their constituents. So I'm pretty proud of them. I think that that in part comes to the leadership team, you and, you know, your speaker pro tem, your majority leader and your chairs, you know, you've got a lot of new chairs, uh, folks like, you know, Leo Delperdang, he's a new chair. A lot of your chairmen's t turned over just because of the, the, the committee assignments and retirements and folks moving on. And I think that's that, that frankly, Dan, that that's 
to credit to you for who you've put in positions you know the, and how you've led the chamber. You know, when I started this year, my, my people asked me what my agenda was. My agenda was really to, for the house to have the best year ever. Uh, I agree with you. My, my lead, our leadership team is, is second to none. Uh, you know, I've kind of grown up in the legislature with uh, Blake Carpenter, uh, kind of considering my son actually, and, I don't have a son, but he has done such a phenomenal job. Uh, Chris Croft, the majority leader, has um, not been there near as long as Blake and I have, but he's uh, come ar- come around and done some great things. Uh, a huge part of the team. Um, so I can't I can't say enough. Susan Essis is our whip. Susan Essis has been a very good whip and uh, went out there and worked hard. Um, of course, we've got you know. Uh, Les Mason, who's the assistant majority leader in nice. his jobs, uh, you know, to inculcate those freshmen, and he's really worked hard at that. So we've had a great year, John. I just cannot uh, say enough about what the whole team has done. Well, and then, you know, of course, next year we'll be we'll be back at it, and and then, then you do it all over again. So, brother, oh, yeah. I, I – It'll be here before you know it. Oh, it will, for sure. And, and Lord knows what she'll be up to in the meantime. Uh, Dan, she'll, I – She'll still be – She'll still be Laura Kelly. Yes, and, and we know and she's very predictable, if nothing else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Brother, I appreciate you. Have a have a good week. I'm sure you and I will talk in the interim. And if folks are interested, if they want to stay in touch with you, you've got a great newsletter, by the way, the Majority Report, HawkinsforKansas.com, correct? Uh, DanHawkinsKansas.com. DanHawkinsKansas.com. Sorry, see, I see him. There yep. you go. I get your newsletter, yep. and I went. I gave him the wrong information. DanHawkinsKansas.com. I appreciate yep. you, my friend, and uh, I will. Uh, we'll stay in touch. And I'm glad to saw you. You you got the rodeo in this week. I was glad to see you're able to get away a little bit. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. I appreciate you, my friend. Good luck this week. Thanks, John. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. You're driving down the road when suddenly your GPS tells you there's a detour ahead. That doesn't mean you just turn around and go home. At Baxter & Associates, we know that just because the directions may change, your destination hasn't. I'm Justin Baxter with Baxter & Associates. Let us help you map your financial future. Call 652-0101 or go to money-planning.com. Baxter & Associates, time well spent, money well invested, securities and advisory services offered through Sage Point Financial, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. These entities are not affiliated. This is Kevin Darmafal from the National Weather Service. On days severe weather is expected, be prepared, not scared. When the National Weather Service issues a severe thunderstorm or tornado watch, it means conditions are favorable for the development of severe storms in your area, usually over the next several hours. Go about your plans, however, be aware that weather conditions could change quickly. Be prepared and know where to take shelter if a warning is issued. A storm is considered severe if it is expected to produce hail one inch in diameter or larger, and damaging wind gusts of around 60 miles per hour or stronger. If these conditions are observed or indicated by Doppler radar, the National Weather Service will issue a severe thunderstorm warning. Severe thunderstorms can also produce tornadoes. If a tornado is indicated by Doppler radar or observed by a storm spotter, a tornado warning will be issued. When a severe thunderstorm or tornado warning is issued, it is your time to act and take shelter immediately. 
The interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building or home, preferably in a basement, is the safest place to be. Stay away from windows. Remember to have a plan and be prepared when a watch is issued, and then take action and seek shelter when a warning is issued or threatening weather is imminent. Be prepared, not scared. This information is brought to you by the National Weather Service and this station. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Stephen Ted Mornings. A 78-year-old woman with two bank robbery convictions faces new charges after authorities allege she handed a teller a note that said, I don't mean to scare you. Bonnie Goosh is jailed on $25,000 bond after she was charged with one count of stealing or attempting to steal from a financial institution. She was convicted of robbing a California bank in 1977 and one in Kansas City suburb of Lee Summit in 2020. Yeah, Granny's done this before. She just wants to be behind bars. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Download the Odyssey app and not only listen to this station, listen to other local all-news stations from around the country. Plus the sports, music, and podcasts you love. The free Odyssey app. Download it now. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. And, of course, give me a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. I know I have a couple of callers on the line, but, I, you know, I, I wanted to address one thing real quick. I, I've been sitting here thinking about my fire pit guys, and, and I found out they were meeting tonight because one of them sent me a text and tell, told me that they're listening, which is great. I appreciate the fact that they're listening, but, you know, I, I, I didn't get the invite. I could have gone. I could have said, heck, I could have broadcast from the fire pit tonight. But I didn't get the invitation. And, and so I'm feeling a little left out and I'm feeling a little melancholic that that I didn't get to join my guys at the fire pit. So I thought I'd I'd play a little tribute song because I wanted them to know just how much I appreciate them not inviting me to join them. have fun drinking your Bud Light. (laughs) Pat, thank you for sticking around. You're on the John Whitmer show. Appreciate you sticking around, my friend. 
country. The seriousness of the situations of open borders was addressed by four senators and using the swear words towards the Homeland Security, Mayorkas, even Marjorie Green. Oh, I uh, saw that. I saw. Yeah, she did get a little. She got a little heated, didn't she, Pat? She got a little. But, you know, I think one of the reasons she did is because I think they're tired of these cabinet secretaries lying to them. I mean, they come in there. I mean, Secretary Mayorkas actually sat there, and, and we'll talk with Chris Shemolinsky actually about this coming up here in the next hour, but he actually went before Congress and said with a with a straight face that the border is secure. I mean, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I've sat in, in these kind of committee hearings before and had you know witnesses come and testify and say just the most outrageous things Marjorie I, green talking about the fentanyl that's coming well, through I, into yes, her yes her. I, I get it but i mean how does she not uh, yes she she kind of got a little out of hand but i mean he was bold-faced lying to them i mean pat you don't think the border's secure do you not at all. The portals are walking right through right. portal entries, walking right through. What I'd like to see is Jerry Moran step back in that microphone and say, you're fired, Homeland. Leave your firearm and you're fired. And I'd like to see Jerry Moran go down to the border. There's two areas, Century 2 areas, where the buses are rolling out. Oh, they're yeah. giving envelopes. They're coming into Kansas also. And there's a, 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 a Army field, down, uh, Air Force field, with a Harp around it. Yep. Let Jerry picture that to on his newsletter instead of these uh, sitting down there in front of a Fox News reporter. That's controlled. Oh, uh, I know. I've got it. I've got a request in to, to Senator Moran, and we've had him on the show multiple times. We've got a request to, to Senator Moran to have him back on the show again. Hopefully, he'll take us up on it. You know, hopefully, we'll we'll have him back on again, and it'd sure be a pleasure to have him back on. Pat, I appreciate you. Uh, you calling in, my friend. Stick around. Coming up after the break, we'll talk with nationally syndicated radio talk show host Dana Lash. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.